We all know that learning English takes a lot of time, effort, and sometimes money. And that's why I've partnered with Lingoda to bring you all an amazing deal. Lingoda are offering Thinking in English listeners the opportunity to take part in their language sprint. And when I heard about Lingoda's language sprints, I immediately thought it was the best deal for English learners that I've ever heard about. Lingoda's language sprints are two-month learning challenges where you take lessons intensively and immerse yourself in English. And if you complete the challenge, you will get some or all of your money back. In the sprint challenge, you will take 15 classes a month, and if you take their super sprint challenge, you can have 30 classes a month. If you complete the sprint, you'll get 50% of your money back, and if you complete the super sprint, you will get 100% of your money back. That's right, if you complete the super sprint, you will get 60 English classes with professional English teachers for free. Lingoda has thousands of English teachers, classes running every day, at every hour, and at every level. So it's the perfect opportunity to study English every day, immerse yourself in the language, and intensively learn. Click the link in the podcast description for more information, and use my code, ENGLISHPOD20, for €20 or $25 of your Sprint registration. That's ENGLISHPOD20. Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast for intermediate to advanced level English learners. How long does it take to learn English? I'm sure every single person listening has thought about this question before. Today, let's look at why we want to learn quickly, what it means to have actually learned English, the official estimates for length of time to learn a language, and some factors that can affect the length of time you will spend studying. You can find the full transcript of today's episode with the vocabulary list over on the Thinking in English blog. Here is today's episode. Learning a language is exciting, rewarding, and can open up new opportunities. So it's no surprise that many of you want to learn English as quickly as possible. Last month, I released an episode on the 10,000-hour rule, the idea it takes 10,000 hours of practice to become a master at a skill. And in response, I had so many comments and messages talking about how long some of you have been learning English. I think responses varied from a few months to 40 or 50 years. And if you look online or on social media, you will see many resources marketed with the idea of learning English quickly. I found hundreds of articles online titled Learn English in 30 Days or something similar. Now, you need to know that most of these are lying to you. They just want to sell you a book or a course or classes. But it demonstrates just how obsessed we are today with learning languages quickly. Well, why is this? In today's fast-paced world, instant gratification has become normal. We're used to accessing information instantly and achieving our goals with minimal effort. Naturally, this mindset spills over into language learning. 
many of us hope to see rapid progress and become proficient speakers in a short amount of time. Social factors also contribute to the desire for quick language acquisition. The increased interconnectedness of the world through globalization and travel has sparked a growing interest in learning languages. More people want to communicate with others from different cultures, expand their career opportunities, or simply travel in a new country easily. Consequently, the pressure to learn a language quickly has intensified. Despite the fascination with fast language learning, it is important to address some misconceptions that can lead to unrealistic expectations. Learning a language is a complex process that requires time, effort and consistent practice. Unfortunately, promises of learn a language in 10 days or master a language in a month can mislead you, can mislead all language learners and sets you up for disappointment. Language learning is a gradual journey and progress varies from person to person. Each language has its own unique features, including vocabulary, grammar and cultural nuances. These factors influence the time it takes to achieve fluency. Understanding and accepting this reality is crucial for maintaining motivation and avoiding frustration. To understand how long it takes to learn a language, it's essential to explore what it means to have learned a language. Language learning is a dynamic process with various different levels of proficiency. Even in your native language, you are still learning and improving every single day. When a textbook is titled Learn English in 30 Days, what does learning English actually mean? Well, language proficiency encompasses the ability to effectively communicate and comprehend in a particular language. It involves acquiring skills in listening, speaking, reading and writing. Proficiency allows you to engage in conversations, express your thoughts and emotions, understand written and spoken English and navigate various cultural contexts. Attaining proficiency in a language implies you have a solid grasp of its grammar, vocabulary, idiomatic expressions and cultural nuances. It means being able to convey your ideas accurately and fluently, adapting your language to different situations and understanding the subtleties, the small interesting features of the language. One aspect often associated with proficiency is fluency. Fluency refers to the ability to communicate effortlessly and smoothly in a language. It involves speaking easily, with ease, using appropriate intonation and rhythm, and expressing yourself without constant pauses or hesitations. Fluent speakers can understand and respond to others in real time, enabling effective and natural communication. However, it is important to note that fluency can vary across different language domains and contexts. For example, fluency in informal conversations 
might be different from your fluency in professional or academic settings. Language learners like you listening should aim for a balance between accuracy and fluency and adapt your language use to the specific communication goal or context that you're in. For some people, becoming proficient in English may be the ability to participate in daily conversations. For others of you, it could be reading your favourite author in English. Or for some people, it might mean being able to write an advanced research paper in a top academic journal. There is no one definition of proficiency. It depends on you and your goals. Language mastery represents the highest level of language proficiency, characterised by near-native or native-like command of language. Achieving language mastery not only involves linguistic accuracy, but also cultural factors. Mastering a language means being able to understand as many cultural references, idiomatic expressions, uh, and subtleties of social interactions within that language community. While language mastery is a great goal, it's important to recognise that few of you, few language learners, will ever achieve complete native-like proficiency. Native-like fluency and cultural integration often require immersion and long-term exposure to that language. Nonetheless, reaching a high level of language proficiency is a significant accomplishment in itself. And this is an important point. When we think of learning a language, I think it's common to hope to be a master, right? To hope to be able to use English as well as you can use your own native language. But the reality is that there are multiple different levels of proficiency. And most people will never become masters or even need to be a master at the English language. So, I've talked about what it means to learn English and why we're interested in learning fast, but here is the part of the podcast that you've all been waiting for. How long does it take to learn English? Well, I'm not going to lie to you and say my own opinion here because my own opinion doesn't matter. I'm going to give you two frameworks, one from the USA and one from the European uh, Council of Europe, uh, which give you a guide on how long you should be studying to become a proficient English speaker. There are various frameworks and guidelines that can provide estimates based on language difficulty and study time. Two of the most well-known and cited frameworks are the US Foreign Service Institute Guide, or the FSI Guide, and the Common European Framework for Reference of Languages, uh, CEFR. While these frameworks offer valuable insights, it's important to consider them as rough guidelines rather than strict rules. So let's start with the US Foreign Service Institute Guide, or the FSI Guide. The FSI Guide is a resource that provides estimates on the difficulty and time required to learn different languages. It was developed by the US Department of State Foreign Service Institute, and the guide is a reference for language training programs for diplomats and other government officials. So the FSI guide categorizes languages into various groups based on their similarity to English. And this is important. 
the length of time it will take you to learn English is partly dependent on how similar your native language is to English. So this FSI guide is aimed for English speakers learning foreign languages. Uh, but we can kind of reverse it and make it make sense for you guys wanting to learn English as well. These groups in the FSI are known as language families and they range from category 1 to category 4. So here's an overview of each category. Category 1 languages are closely related to English, including Spanish, Dutch, Norwegian, French, Italian and Portuguese. These languages share significant similarities with English in terms of vocabulary, grammar and sentence structure. And these are the languages that take the shortest amount of time for an English speaker to learn. Category 2 languages have significant linguistic or cultural differences from English, such as German or Malay. While they may have some similarities, they also present notable challenges for English speakers. Category 3 languages have significant linguistic and cultural differences and include languages like Russian, Hindi and Finnish. These languages typically have different writing systems, grammar structures and very different cultural contexts. And finally, Category 4 languages are considered exceptionally difficult for native English speakers. This category includes languages like Mandarin Chinese, Cantonese, Japanese, Korean and Arabic. These languages often have complex writing systems, tonal features and vastly different cultural contexts compared to English. So the FSI guide also estimates the number of classroom hours required for a native English speaker to achieve proficiency in each category. These estimates are based on intensive language training programs provided by the FSI. So a friend of mine who worked in the UK Foreign Office, which is the UK equivalent of the FSI, recently spent a year studying languages full-time. Studying was his entire job. And that's what you should remember when you hear this uh, estimates, right? This is for people who are learning their language as their full-time job, basically. So while individual progress can vary, the guide serves as a general reference for language learning time if you were to fully commit to studying. For Category 1 languages, the FSI estimates approximately 700 to 750 hours are needed to achieve proficiency. Category 2 languages require about 900 hours. Category 3 languages may take 1,100 hours. And Category 4 languages could take up to 2,200 hours. Which means that they are nearly four times more difficult to learn than a Category 1 language. So again, it's important to note the FSI's guides and estimates are based on full-time intensive language training, which might not be relevant to you. And there are numerous factors outside of length of time studied that can have effects on your learning speed. However, if you want to take a deeper look, I've put links in the transcript and you can have a look at where your language fits in the categories. Uh, but you should... I'll talk a bit more about what it means later on in the episode. But now let's take a look at the other guide, uh, the Common European Framework of Reference for Languages, or CEFR. 
The CEFR is a widely accepted framework for language proficiency, recognised across Europe and beyond. It provides detailed description of language levels, ranging from A1, meaning beginner, to C2, meaning proficient. Each level outlines the skills and competencies learners should possess, such as listening, speaking, reading and writing, and a particular stage of language learning. The CEFR also suggests approximate study times for each level. For example, reaching an A2 level might require around 180 to 200 hours of study, while achieving a C1 level could take 600 or 800 hours or more. These study times can serve as general estimates, but again it's important to remember that your progress will vary based on various factors. Both the CEFR and uh, FSI guides are based on hours studied, but it is up to you to decide how many hours you want to study in a day. I mentioned a friend of mine who was a diplomat in the UK. His full-time job was learning a language, so he could study for around seven hours a day with some of the best teachers in the UK. But for many people, most of you listening, you may only spend one or two hours a week studying. So it's going to take a lot longer for you to reach your targets because you're not studying as intensively and you're not immersing yourself as much. And it's why intensive study programs like the one from Lingoda, today's episode sponsor, are an amazing opportunity for all of you listening because these programs can help you make progress quickly and really immerse yourself into English by taking classes every day rather than once a week. The two guides I mentioned are just estimates based on intensive studying. The truth is that it takes time to learn a language and that time can vary significantly from person to person. I'll now take a look at several key factors that influence the length of time required to learn a language. Understanding these factors can help you navigate your language learning journey more effectively and set realistic expectations for your progress. Your native language. Your native language directly influences your ability to learn English. If you are a speaker of a Latin language, like French or Spanish, it should take you less time to learn English than if your native language is Chinese or Korean. This is because the grammar, vocabulary, writing system and alphabet and cultural contexts are much closer. You have less to learn and you can understand more from your instinct. This doesn't mean that it will be easy or difficult for you to learn, right? Everyone is different after all. But you should keep it in mind when you start learning a new language, right? The further away English is from your native language, the more time and the more effort you will need to put in to become proficient. Mindset and attitude. A positive mindset and an, a belief in your ability to learn a language can have a profound impact on your learning process. Embracing challenges, maintaining perseverance and having a growth mindset can make you more motivated and speed up your language acquisition. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but research has shown that having a fixed mindset can make it difficult for you to progress and deal with challenges. 
But approaching English studying with an open mind and a willingness to change, uh, change your approaches and change your styles can really help. Personal interest and motivation. Having a genuine personal interest in the language, so in English, and in the culture, maybe US culture or British culture, can be a powerful driving force for language learning. When you are genuinely engaged and motivated, you tend to invest more time and effort, leading to faster progress. If you have a real reason, a real motivating reason to learn English, it can make it so much easier to study. You need that personal interest to keep pushing you. One study from Michigan State University showed that students in language classes performed best when they had a reason to take the class, like studying abroad or getting a job, compared to students taking the classes just for credit. Age, intelligence and learning aptitude. While language learning is possible at any age, younger learners often have an advantage due to your brain's greater plasticity and adaptability. Basically, your brain can make new connections easy. However, adults can still achieve high levels of proficiency with consistent effort. So don't don't put it off, right? And intelligence and learning aptitude can also play a role but they are not the sole determinants of language learning success. Right? Anyone can learn a language, but some factors, age and intelligence and your ability to learn, can speed up the process and can slow it down. But it doesn't mean stop if you're over the age of 30, right? It doesn't mean stop. It means just keep studying, right? It might take you longer than it would take a 12-year-old, but that's because a 12-year-old's brain is much more flexible. Learning approach and style. The learning approach and style that you adopt can significantly impact your language learning time. Some people thrive in immersive language learning, while others prefer structured classroom study or self-study. Experimenting with different approaches and finding a learning style that suits your preferences and your needs can optimise your language learning efficiency. Learning resources and opportunities. Access to quality learning resources such as textbooks, online courses, language exchange programmes and native speakers can accelerate language learning. Using lots of different resources and seeking out opportunities for language practice can enhance proficiency in a shorter time frame. And this is what I try to offer with Thinking in English. Right? We have our Patreon, our conversation clubs, which happen uh, every week, to give you guys opportunity to practice. Uh, but sometimes if you're not able to afford, you know, to go to the best language school with the best language teachers, it's going to, it might be harder for you to, to learn than someone who can afford. So it's unfair, but it's the nature of the world, right? The people with the best opportunities uh, will be the ones who can study quicker, I guess. Consistency and practice. Consistent and regular practice is the key to language learning success, right? Studying every day, even in short time periods, is more effective than studying for five hours four times a month, right? Create that study routine and incorporate language learning into your daily life. So here is today's final thought. 
The fascination with fast language learning is fueled by our desire for instant gratification and the pressures of our globalized world. However, it's crucial to address the misconceptions and unrealistic expectations that surround this obsession with learning quickly. Learning a language is a gradual journey that requires time, effort and consistent practice. It's important to set realistic goals, embrace the different levels of proficiency and understand that language mastery is a continuous process. So stay motivated, enjoy that journey and remember that every step you take brings you closer to becoming a proficient English speaker, even if it doesn't feel like it right now. Keep practicing and you'll see progress in due time. But what do you think? How long do you think it will take you to learn English or to reach your desired level of proficiency? Please let us know, right? Leave a comment on Spotify, leave a comment on the Thinking in English transcript or reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, if I remember, I'll put a, uh, a poll on Instagram and you can all vote in that poll as well. Uh, my Instagram is Thinking in English Podcast. Uh, also, you can follow YouTube, Thinking in English Podcast. Um, and of course, uh, you should leave a rating for the podcast. I've not been reminding you guys to do that. But on Spotify, you can leave a rating. And I hope you can all give me a five star rating for the show. It really, really helps to get people discovering. Um, Thinking in English is one of the highest rated English learning podcasts on Spotify. Uh, but I want to be the highest. I don't know who's number one at the moment, but I want it to be me. I want it to be Thinking in English because you guys are the best. So go leave me a rating over there. And once again, thank you for uh, thank you to Lingoda for sponsoring this episode. Uh, I have, Lingoda approached me and when they offered the language sprint promotion, I, that's the perfect thing to talk about in this episode because it really is uh, a great opportunity for you guys to take English classes every day and really immerse yourself in the language and speed up your language learning process. Uh, so there's the link in the description of the podcast um, or you can message me and I'll send you it as well and, and my code as well. There's a few different codes you can use but I think the one for this time is EnglishPod20. Um, so if you use that on Lingoda's website, you'll be able to join their sprint, get a discount and then get all your money back at the end as well. So thank you for listening today and I'll speak to you all next time. Goodbye.